Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, editor Christian Byrne. Right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and uh, we are super, super excited about today's show because it's that time of the year. Uh, hunting seasons are open. The rut is just around the corner. Uh, man, the weather is crisp. It's a great time to be alive. And on top of all that, bow companies are releasing the new models for 2015 and uh, just an exciting time to see the latest and greatest and all kinds of great new technology that's coming out. Today, I've got Jeff Suter from Bowtech on the line with me and uh, Bowtech has a 2015 line that has a really interesting new technology. Jeff, just had a chance to see this a, a day or two ago, got a sneak peek. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Christian. My pleasure. I'm being on the show. I appreciate it. Man, I'll tell you what. You guys had a little conference call with us uh, a day or two ago, and you unveiled something called Power Shift Technology. Um, you know, I don't think it's a stretch to say that that's a revolutionary uh, sort of innovation you guys have come up with for the compound bow world. No, absolutely right. It's the first of its kind, and we're extremely excited to bring it to market this year. In fact, we're so excited that we, we're not waiting like we traditionally do to unveil at the ATA show, and we're launching earlier than we ever have. So that can tell you the excitement level inside this building is tremendous. Um, this new technology it's going to hit the market and just be a complete game changer all the way around. Power yeah. shift technology is here to stay. Yeah, so so um, we're recording this, you know, just a little bit before your official launch. And, you know, hopefully we'll have this show out on the day of the launch, which is October 29th. You guys are going to release information on three of your 2015 models on that day. And on two of those models, one of which is called the Prodigy, and one of which is called the Boss, you have incorporated this power shift technology. Now, before we talk a little bit more about these two hunting bows, let's give people the whole skinny on power shift technology. And I'll give uh, a 20-second version, and then you can walk me through the nuts and bolts of it, Jeff. Basically, uh, what this power shift technology is, is Bowtech has come up with a way... Well, whether you like a speed bow with maximum power, whether you like a draw cycle that's really easy, or whether you're one of those folks like me who prefers, you know, something that's sort of in between. You know, I want a good amount of power, but I still like to have that smooth draw and uh, not have to fight my bow to get it back. Uh, you're giving people all three of those things in one bow. Because of this power shift technology, people can actually just move a couple screws and they can change settings, right, Jeff? You're absolutely correct. So what we've done is engineered a technology that hasn't been seen yet before in industry. And we've we spent a lot of time listening to our customers' needs and wants 
and identifying exactly what they're after in a bow. And what we found is that you can't always provide that in a single bow. So we came up with a technology that allows the customization of that shooter to have a very distinct or desired shooting style incorporated with this technology that allows us to make that adjustment. So like you said, it doesn't matter if he's in the wide open countries of the West trying to take down a, a monster elk or he's in the bitter colds of the late season and he can barely get his bow back because his shoulder's about frozen to himself. We have the comfort setting for that guy. So this bow allows any shooter any and every season to take advantage of our technology. So we're extremely excited about that opportunity. In fact, that's our tagline with this PowerShip technology is any shooter, every season. When it's time to choose just one bow, get all the bows you want. And that's what our real focus is. And we'll be seeing this technology for many years to come in many different variations. So let's talk about the PowerShift technology from a practical uh, standpoint a little bit. Um, you know, I looked at these two bows a little bit, and, and I see, you know, on your your OverDrive binary cam system, for those, you know, most folks are probably somewhat familiar with Bowtech product. You, you know the OverDrive binary cam, so it's a... It's a it's a dual cam system, and so what you've got on on the two cams is you've got that power disc, and and they're actually anodized in like a gold color on these new bows. So what you'll see as you look at the cams, which are black, you'll see the small gold power disc on each cam, and then there's a couple uh, screws that hold those in place. And and so what folks can do right is just by uh, taking those screws out. Rotate those power discs a little bit and, and reinsert the screws. You've got the three settings: the performance, which is your high-end maximum speed, maximum power. You've got your classic, which is your sort of middle ground setting, and then uh, you've got your comfort. Uh, do I have that straight, Jeff? That's absolutely correct. So we made it very simple to adjust in there. There's three settings: the first, second, and third, just as you described. By removing one of the screw and loosening the two other screws, you simply slide this, what we're calling the power disc on our bow, you just slide the disc into the one, two, or third, or to the third setting, dependent on what you're after, and you re-tighten the screws, and now you have a completely different shooting experience. So very simple for, and it's the first time we're really engaging with the consumer and having them um, make these adjustments and feel that difference with that bow. So it's a simple process, but highly effective for changing the feel of that bow. Yeah, so here's it. So, you know, you can imagine, um, you know, just think about all the bows that you've shot, you know, over the years, Jeff. And, and certainly, you know, I have an opportunity to shoot, uh, you know, several new bows every year. And, you know, of course, some of them... They, how can I put it? You know, all the bows have qualities that you like, you know, but sometimes you pick up a bow and you say, well, you know, I really like this or this, but I kind of wish this was different or that is different. And this, like you say, this gives you a chance to take a bow and say, you know, I really like this bow, but if I could change a thing or two and here, now you're giving people the ability to actually do that. And so you can have, you know, say... 10 different people all shooting the prodigy and you know three of them have it on this setting four of them have you know what i'm saying and so it's not exactly the same bow even though it's exactly the same bow right absolutely correct in fact we we have tested this out internally here and, and with a few key guys like yourself and we're already seeing people preferring one setting over the other and really with the 
prodigy bow and the boss bow, you're getting three bows in one. And it is customized to your to your feel and everybody has that that certain desire to shoot in a certain way or I like a really smooth bow. I may play around in the third section. I may bump it up to the number two setting in the classic and get a little bit more speed but maintain that smooth draw. So it really is all about the customization to the consumer and, and how they like to shoot a bow and we're going to make that available to them through this technology. So let's talk about a little bit about the, the, the physics of how it works. What, uh, what actually is the power disc? Is this something that uh, is sort of part of the string track and by changing the angle of that you're, you're actually, what you're doing is you're sort of just modifying the draw cycle a little bit on each setting. Is that, is that right? Yeah, we like to call it a little piece of magic in there, but you're absolutely right, Christian. What this does, it changes the, the draw force curve for someone. And so in, in real-world scenario, what that means is when you pull a bow back, it may be extremely smooth, and the draw cycle when you pull back has, has the weight hits you up front, and it continues at a very smooth transition all the way to the very end. Or it may be on more like a bell type of a curve where you pull it, it's smooth, you don't feel much weight, and then it drops off at the end, and it's extremely comfor comfortable to shoot. So by moving this disc, it changes that draw force curve. So when you pull it in the number one performance setting, we're getting all of our maximum energy right up front, and we're holding that extremely smooth still, but we're storing more energy so it's a faster shooting bow at that particular setting. And when you move it into second, it just alters that draw force curve a little bit so it smooths it out in the appropriate places. And then the, the third setting, the comfort setting, you'll see that you don't even really feel like you're drawing a bow at that weight. Many of the guys that have shot it so far, we have them on 70-pound bows, and they're, they're saying it feels like it's less than 60 pounds. So we're really identifying um, to the consumer in the sense of here it is, ultimate comfort for you, or here it is, ultimate speed and performance for you. So it's, it's a physical change of that draw force curve by a simple adjustment of the power disc. And, you know, what does that mean, you know, from a shooting perspective, you know, out in the field? If I have, let's say I've got, um, you know, let's say I shoot 70 pounds, which is, you know, fairly common. Somebody has, you know, a prodigy and they've got it on the performance setting and they shoot, you know, and then they move it to the, say, the comfort setting on the other end of the spectrum, what kind of a difference are they seeing in terms of aerospeed and trajectory in that? So it's going to vary on whatever bow that you're on, but for, for the, on the Prodigy, for example, you're going to have around 16 feet difference between the performance setting, which is the number one, and the comfort setting in the third setting. So you typically, at short distances, you won't notice too much, but naturally, since you're getting basically another bow in there, you are going to have different point of impact downrange, right. and that's what it's made to do. So you're absolutely right. If you're testing this out, what you'll probably find is what feels really good for the customer, and we're not going to focus on the downrange impact yet. We're going to figure out what feels good for me and what do I like, and then you would make your adjustments accordingly on your sites. If you're a single pin site guy, for example, you could easily just have three different tapes that you put on your site, and you can make the adjustments anytime, anywhere that you would like to. Um, some individuals may select it in the number two setting, and you're going to have just very slight adjustments between the number one setting and the number three setting, the comfort and the performance settings. 
So those adjustments, yes, you'll have to make some because you're literally shooting a different bow at that point in time. So you got about, like you say in the Prodigy, like about 16 feet per second of variability, uh, you know, from the performance down to the comfort. Now, now let me ask you this, Jeff, and we didn't discuss this uh, in the conference call, but it's a question that kind of came to my mind, and I'm interested to hear, you know, what your take on this would be, is, you know, if I take any uh, compound bow that I have, including, you know, Bowtech bows from... 2014 and earlier um i can just turn the limb bolt out uh two or three turns and i can reduce my draw weight that way um what's the difference or the advantage to the power shift technology method as opposed to just maybe uh, changing the feel of a bow by uh, adjusting the the limb weight yeah great question christian you'll be able to do both of those still so a lot of people have a would like to turn the draw weight down by backing out the limb bolt, which does make it easier to pull because you're effectively not pulling as much weight on the bow. And so it feels a lot easier and more comfortable. When you do that, you potentially sacrifice a lot of that energy and the potential speed you have when a bow is maxed out at, at the lockdown, at the, at the full maximum weight allowed for that limb. Mm-hmm. So when you back down, you're losing some efficiencies there potentially. So if you do this through the power disc and you make those adjustments, your bow still has that 70 pounds or the 60 pounds or the 50, whatever options you, you choose there, um, and you, you maintain maximum efficiencies within each of those settings as well. But there, there could definitely be cases where you have a, a child or a youth or a, a new person getting into archery or, heck, sometimes I feel like it's myself when I start shooting again for the first time in the year that... I need a chance to warm up and build my muscles back up a little bit. I could easily put the bow at, at 60 pounds and back it down to 55 pounds and put it in the th- number three setting and work my way up to the, back to the 60 and then eventually be in the performance setting if I would like to go that route as well. So it's, it's a very unique situation where it allows that customization and that, that flexibility and adjustments to exist all the way through so you're almost compounding the ability to well, yeah, lighten you, up yeah, i mean you just you're yeah you're adding a lot more versatility there to your absolutely to your now you talked about this being something that was kind of uh, in the works for a long time i'm always curious just from um yeah just from a curious just for curiosity's sake you know how long does it take to come up with this sort of thing i mean from the time that you somebody comes up with an idea like this to actually bringing it to market i mean what's the what's the process talk to me a little bit about how much you know development time and and sort of different versions or you know working through the kinks so to speak i think people are always interested to you know get some inside information on how you guys do what you do (laughs) you know i wish there was a method to our madness on it but sometimes things just seem to arrive out of thin air and we are very fortunate to have a R and D team that is spectacular at what they do. They're all engaged in archery. They love to hunt. They love to shoot bows. All the people that work at the factory here at Bowtech are engaged at some level in the archery world. And so when we come up with these ideas, we said we can do the traditional planning in a room. What's our next thing we need to do? But a few key things stick out is listening to our customers. And our main thing that they're saying is they want the ability to customize things a little bit. And when doing that, 
that opens up a bunch of questions. What can we do? How do we do that? How do we accomplish that? And we want tangible technologies there. We want something the consumer can, can touch and feel and, and actually see the difference in. These type of things, once you, you get them down on paper, it takes quite a while in the testing process. The last thing we want to do is have something go out there that doesn't necessarily work. So we test this, these new technologies at a very high level. Um, some of these things are, you know, in the years in the making. Some of these things we think about, we can come out and we can get to market in, in a year's worth of time. Um, but the testing is extensive. The creative side around it is just because you've got a passionate group of people that, that want to try new things and are always looking for the next best thing out there. And that's what our team's all about here at Bowtech. Let's um, let's dive in and talk about these two new bows. Um, I, I guess you'd say that these would sort of be like kind of both flagship bows on the hunting side for next year because they're they're you know they've got some similarities and some differences. The the prodigy would be at thirty two inches axle to axle. That that would sort of be like your what I would call your your majority of the market, and then the boss at 36 inches and with the draw length range that goes up to 32 inches, that'd be for some of your, your bigger guys and guys with long draw lengths. So you've got a bow to kind of fit everybody here, and uh, we can get into some of the nuts and bolts, but, but is that kind of right? I mean, do you see these both as sort of flagship products heading into the new year? Oh, Absolutely. So we wanted to do something that we have done in the past a little bit, but identify a long draw, big man style bow separately just from our flagship bow, the Prodigy. So we introduced the Boss as well. Um, and it has its own riser design, its own look and its own feel to it. It has the same power shift technology capabilities on that bow. But it, yes, the, the two bows are our flagship bows going into the year. and. We're very excited about both of those. The Prodigy, um, by default, just by the drawings that pe most people are, is probably going to be our leading bow out there. You're going to see the most of that. And we're going to push that bow really hard from our end. Um, extremely versatile. It's a 32-inch axle-to-axle bow with a 7-inch brace height. And with a 7-inch brace height, we're shooting 343 feet per second, which for you guys out there, knowing the, the comforts of a 7-inch brace height, a lot of times you sacrifice some of that speed, so we're really happy at the fact that we can hit those 340s speeds with that type of a bow. So efficiency is really high here. Mm -hmm. um, you also have 80% let off on that bow. Um, so you know, Absolutely. What, talk to me a little bit. Obviously, I haven't had a chance to, to shoot these bows yet myself. Uh, you know, I'm sure I will in the near future, but... Just for myself and for those who are listening, talk to, I'm sure you've shot them both, and uh, talk to me about the, the Prodigy. You know, how, how does that compare to you know, some of the other bows that you've had in recent years, you know, the Experience, the RPM 360? Talk to me about you know, your impressions of the draw cycle on the Prodigy, the Valley, what it's like at full draw. Absolutely. So there is a lot of similar characteristics but I'm really getting similar characteristics from multiple bows we've had in the line because it is the three bows in one. So I, I feel certain things like the RPM 360. Um, I can feel a little bit of that in the, the number one setting, but I have the feeling of an experience with the ultimate comfort in the draw cycle in the bow as well. So it's almost a hybrid of all of our bows intermixed into this one bow that's capable of distinguishing 
different shooting styles in there. So we kind of took the best of each world and what we liked about those, and we put it into this bow. Talk to me. So a little- Talk to me a little bit about the riser design on the, the these bows. Both of them are using your center pivot extreme technology, mm-hmm. and um, it looks like you've got their their new risers. Though I mean they're they're unique for these two models, and it looks right. like uh, the Prodigy especially. It looks like you've really skeletonized this thing. There's a lot of c- big cutouts in this riser. Talk to me about the Prodigy riser, and then. Tell me a little bit about Center Pivot Extreme. What what does that do for me as a shooter? Oh, absolutely. So the Center Pivot, we've actually had on board for quite a while now. And the unique thing with that is it really dampens any type of vibration on the shot. And it creates a very stable shooting platform. It's more of an inline style riser instead of a heavily, what they call a reflex, reflex riser. When you have a really heavy reflex riser, when you pull the bow back, it wants to kind of twist and move a little bit and do some bending there. Well, that's not always great for your shooting. So the, the straighter you can keep a riser from the, the pivoting point, which is on the lens, all the way down to, through the grip to the other pivot point on the bottom of the bow, the more stable that platform is going to be. So that center pivot in a nutshell really keeps that shooting stability in place. And when, when on the shot, you don't have any of that additional vibration because only the back part of the limbs are really working. And so they balance each other out. As soon as the bow is released, the limbs go back to what we call a brace and at rest, and that energy is dissipated up and down instead of forward, which you would feel in your hand. Now, that riser cut out, you're right, it's really skeletonized, and we wanted to clean it up and give it really good lines and have a, a pretty aesthetic look to it and feel to it. But you have to be careful that you maintain that integrity in it. So our engineers, when they design that, they put it through a plethora of testing for any type of integrity issues or concerns. And so we can manage and balance that really clean, crisp look to a riser, but still have the rigidity that you really want in your bow. That's the backbone of your bow right there. So you want to make sure that that's a very solid platform. So the balance between the two, and I think you're right, Christian, it is completely new looking, has a wonderful aesthetics to it in our opinion and we're really excited to have it hit the market well i will say it is a sharp looking bow you know and that's just from looking at a a picture on the computer screen here um it is it's a good looking bow um talk to me a little bit about the grip on the prodigy it looks like again just from looking at this that it's um have you gone with some kind of a a synthetic or, or a polymer it looks like you've got some kind of a logo a logo grip here yeah. talk to me about the grip and how that feels on for you well the people that are familiar with our experience the grip is more like that so it is a polymer it has the the side plates on it that kind of have a carbon fiber look to it with the Botec logo on the sides of it so very high-end look there the grip is a narrow style grip, extremely comfortable, and it fits well and balances in your hand. That was our main thing, is we don't want it to be too squared off. We want it, don't want it to be too fat. We want it to be able to fit just natural feeling in the palm of your hand as best as possible. And that's what we've accomplished. And, again, we listened to the customer, and they love the, the feel of the experience style grip, and that's kind of the direction that we went with on this one. And... Um... And then let's obviously touch a little bit on the, the overdrive binary cams. I know from several conversations that we've had over the last few years that your 
you know, big uh, selling point, you know, or thing that you like to stress about the overdrive binary cam is that it's really easy to tune. Talk to me about uh, why that's the case with this technology. But the overdrive binary cams, it, it is one of the most unique systems out there. So you've seen a lot of binary we've had in original years, and then going up through the years, we introduced the overdrive binary cam, which functions as almost identical to the binary cam system with the level knob travel on the shot, but it also allows to customize to the shooter a little bit. Christian, you and I, if we grabbed a bow, you could shoot perfect paper holes and you could have perfect arrow flight, but I may have a little bit different torque on my on my shooting style where I may shoot it and I might have a little bit of a paper tear on there or a little bit different downrange impact, and that's perfectly normal. Not two people ever shoot exactly the same. But what the overdrive binary cam lets you do and allows it to exist is manipulating that cam to the shooter style. So if I shoot a high wrist or a low wrist or if I have a little bit more grip than I typically would on some compared to somebody else, I can take that split yoke and have a dealer basically put a few twists in there and it moves that cam around so it keeps my, lot, my string directly in line with my shot. So now I can clean up any type of little inconsistencies I have where no other cam system on the market can do that. And then just sort of rounding out the package here as I'm looking at this bow, it looks like you've got, uh, you know, a pretty good complement of uh, noise and vibration uh, accessories on here. Talk to me a little bit about what you guys have done to sort of tame that, tame those things on, on the Prodigy. Yeah, Absolutely. So with any bow, you're going to have a little bit of energy that's left over and resonates within a riser or in the string or in, the, in any part of the bow that you can feel. Um, unfortunately, we don't have to battle that as much just because of that center pivot design. It reduces a lot of that, and the flex guard reduces torque out of there, so we're not getting a lot of energy absorbed. But the little bit we do, we went ahead and put on our revolver-style dampening systems on the top and bottom of the riser. It screws right into the back of the riser. It comes standard when you get the bow. We also have some string dampeners on there as well from what we call the extinguished dampening system. Um, and that's just on the cables, actually. The string doesn't even need those dampeners on it. You'll, when you shoot this bow, you'll be amazed at how quiet and how vibration-free it is. So it wasn't even a necessity now. But those dampening, they're pretty amazing and and what they can accomplish. Um, and so when you combine that with center pivot and that dampening system, you'll feel basically nothing at the shot, which is our ultimate goal. And then I guess there is one thing that I forgot, and that's the flex guard. Yes, sir. That's going to stay in the line for, for quite some time now. And we originated the flex guard. It was the first flex guard, first cable system, basically, to be able to flex and kind of mitigate any type of riser torque on that bow. And so that's, that's a staple in our line, and we're going to have that for some time to come, and it's going to be on all of our high-end products for sure. We, we love the FlexGuard. It's done a great job for us. So folks are hearing all this uh, information about the Prodigy, and they're getting excited about running out to the local Bowtech dealer. You know what they're thinking now, man. How much is one of these things going to set me back? <laughs> Absolutely. So that bow is going to be out. It's going to be a 1049 bow. We have technologies that are surpassed in the industry, anything else that anybody's capable of doing. We have really focused in on customization to it. We have new aesthetics on there. We have some new camel patterns we're offering, a higher-end look and feel to this bow. 
And so, you know, the 1049 pricing is, is it what 10, we're at. 1049 or 1099? At 1099 is the MSRP and 1049 is the map pricing on there. Okay. So most guys will see it out there for 1049. You'll see it anywhere between the 1049 and the 1099 pricing. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good. So that's the prodigy, and let's move over then to the boss. Uh, we don't need to go over all the technologies again. We've got a lot of the same things. You know, again, it's got the FlexGuard. It's got the OverDrive binary cam system. Looks like you've got the same style uh, grip. You've got uh, the noise and vibrationing. Uh, just a little differences, though. Obviously, again, this is a 36-inch axle-to-axle bow as opposed to 32 inches for the Prodigy. It has a 7-inch brace height, just like the Prodigy. Now, obviously, the draw length range goes, you know, tops out at 30 and a half inches on the Prodigy. The Boss will take you all the way up to 32 inches. Let-off's the same at 80%. Your speed rating is is a little bit lower here on the boss but not a whole lot you're at 333 feet per second on the boss um talk to me about your impressions of the boss i'm sure you've shot this a little bit um what would you say you know is the characteristics of the boss as a as a a shooting bow a hunting bow and how that might compare to the prodigy absolutely and so you identified one of the major things right away, Christian, and that's that it's a 36-axle-to-axle, 36-inch-axle-to-axle bow. And with that, you're going to get an extremely stable platform, shooting platform. So the guys that are, you know, longer draw, typically taller, longer-armed individuals that are shooting that bow, they like the comfort and the stability of something that can just balance extremely well, have great pointed impact, and that's what that bow is all about. You can see you'll be able to see that the riser design is completely different than the boss. Mm. It didn't just elongate the look of that. We gave it its own identity, its own look and its feel. I think it's extremely streamlined, has some good open spaces to it, scale and size look to it. Um, But really it's all about accuracy at the end of the day. And that bow being as stable as it possibly can um, allows for that maximum accuracy. And you still have the power shift technology with the power disc for the adjustment to customize out, just like you do on the Prodigy. I, we, we call it the bigger, better, bolder, the boss. So that's kind of our, our catchphrase there, because it really is. And that's a huge, that's a big market that guys are getting into as well. And we don't want to just offer a Prodigy and try to squeeze them into that very end of the draw length and put a long string loop on there. Give them a bow that, that does everything that the Prodigy does and have its own unique look and feel to it. And that's what we did with the boss. Does the boss use the same cam system as the, uh, is, it, is it exactly the same? I'm looking at the pictures. It looks like it is. It's identical to it. So those those are perfectly identical systems on those two. Gotcha. Those. So the main yeah. thing you're getting, it's the same cam system. It's just that the uh, with the boss, you've got the, obviously the longer uh, axle to axle length and, and also people who are listening won't be able to see this but i can see and just i'm looking at the pictures here side by side it looks like you know there's just a little bit different um limb angle as well on on the boss uh, it's actually a little more pronounced looks even a little bit more pronounced it looks like that you know where the where the limb connects at the end of the limb bolt it's actually coming up over the riser at a little bit more extreme of an angle than it does even on the prodigy do you using you know uh different limbs on these two bows? you have something special for the boss, or, or is it, they the same limbs as well? No, they're, they're the same limbs in the sense of no different technologies within the limbs there, 
But when you extend the risers out and you shorten risers up and you have different riser designs, they'll come off of the riser at different angles to achieve the, the weight that you need to get with them, basically. Gotcha. So, yeah, right. you'll have a little bit different of an angle, and you can change it some things by a few degrees, and it can change by a couple pounds. So it's very, very technical on how you have to present that and what the deflections on these limbs are. And that's what our R&D guys do all day long is what angles do I need to have, what deflections to make sure I hit the right weights on these things. But they are the same limb on both of the bow models, yes. And just to get one thing we hadn't touched on, I see that both of these bows are available with um, peak draw weights of 50, 60, and 70 pounds. Yes, they are. And uh, so what's the, uh, what's the price tag on the boss, Mr. Suter? So the boss is going to be in the same situation. It's going to be $100 more than the Prodigy. So you're going to be at the 1149 price point. So it's $25 an inch, basically, is what you're charging me? Yeah, that's how we look at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, We're good. So, so excited, Christian, to uh, be unveiling Mossy Oaks' new, what they're calling the Breakup Country, is available on the Prodigy and the Boss. We have the Realtree Extra Green available on both models, and we're excited to bring on Cryptech in the Highlander pattern as well, along with our Black Ops, which we've had for multiple years now. So we have three new patterns available with these products, which we're really excited about that too. Gotcha. And um, so that, that kind of, I know that's not everything, because you wouldn't give me any details, but I did... I did get confirmation from Jeff that, like, Botex got more stuff, and I think there's going to be, from some of their other brands, there's stuff. There's stuff coming, so they just won't show me all the stuff yet. So that's all we can talk about right now on the hunting side of things. You did release some information, and, and you do have a third bow that you're going to unveil again on the 29th of October, and uh, it's kind of a big deal for you guys because... You're jumping hardcore back into the competition target side of things for 2015. Yeah, we are, absolutely are, Christian. We have had nothing but success in that arena, but people have been asking us lately. We haven't had anything in the last few years that was new and just been asking for a new target bow. They want a new book, new feel to it. So we spent a lot of time designing and playing with the target bow and we're really excited about this bow. It's called the Fanatic. Um, it has a shoot-through riser style to it. So that's one thing we haven't had previously. It has our binary, overdrive binary cam system in place. We have a real unique uh, feature that adjusts the let off on the bow, too. So what we found listening to our customer there is in the target guys, they want to really customize and staying in the theme of customizing and delivering what the customer wants. We did that with the fanatic with our let off. It's a little triangle piece and that let off you can manipulate. So you can change it from your 80% let off to a 65% let off and so on. That's going to be the little fine tuned little elements that you can have with it. The main couple of the majors too, is it maintains the flex guard. Um, also has built into the riser a couple of screw holes so you can put some counterweights on the back side of the riser to get that perfect balance that you're looking for. It has a seven and three quarter inch brace height on it, extremely forgiving brace height on it, and a 36 and a half inch axle to axle. 
it's going to be available actually in 40, 50, 60, and 70 pounds. So, so four different weight models there. And we have we have four new colors in the lineup. We're carrying over the onyx black that we've had for uh, several years now. We have a topaz blue, a jade green, and a tanzanite purple. And they're all high-polished, extremely blingy-looking risers. And when the bow's put together, it's just extremely gorgeous to look at. We're really excited about this target, though. Yeah, you look really good with your purple one, too, man. I mean, you don't shoot too bad with it, either. Yeah, it uh, it really brought out the color in your shirt, you know? That was my goal. I wanted to impress you with that. So I'm glad I, I was successful there. I was impressed, you know, that you were secure enough in your manhood to shoot that thing. Yeah, we'll carry the purple around all day long. No problem. Yep, I'm looking forward to shooting it myself at the ATA show, so I uh, I can't wait. Well, um, you know what? I think that pretty well wraps us up for today anyway, until you guys make your next big announcement. That's a lot yeah. for people to digest. People want to get more information about these bows uh where do they go jeff our website's going to be our best tool to find out more information at bowtecharchery.com all right on there complete breakdown of our products and our commercials and everything will be up there on launch date and you'll get a good look at these bows and we're excited to get them in people's hands so there you have it folks it's the prodigy it's the boss it's uh everything uh, that you've sort of come to expect from Bowtech with the addition of all new power shift technology. Uh, versatility like you've never seen before in bows. It is uh, pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely got a cool factor. Again, you know, I haven't had a chance to get my hands on these bows personally, but I'm looking forward to doing it. I can't wait to uh, fiddle around with those different settings and just go out in the backyard and, like you say, move it from one to two to three and take a few shots and see how they feel and and kind of try and find what one I'm most comfortable with and get dialed in with that and, and uh, you know, take advantage of... of uh, all that options you know everybody likes to have it their way right right jeff that's absolutely right and that's what we're giving them christian all right well thanks for being here man i i wish you the best of luck the rest of this fall i hope you have some good hunting trips lined up and um we'll swap some stories and and look at all the new stuff uh, and all the other things that you guys are going to introduce at the at the ata show and we appreciate the opportunity christian look forward to having everybody shoot the bow and hearing wonderful things all right man take care now All right, you too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.